Welcome back to the Pick One Ninety Nine podcast, episode sixty-seven. I'm here with Muzzy, hey, Foxy, hey boys, yeah, big puppies back. <laughs> <laughs> this week we're talking about the EPL and uh, the latest results from game week twelve or thirteen. Uh, six it's match week sixteen, I believe. That's the one. That's what I, I meant. I think Two so. Two seeds, six. Yeah. <laughs> oh, on. Two times three, six. Fuck me. <laughs> uh, let's start with Brentford and Watford. Brentford getting the 2 1 win over Watford. Uh, good win for Brentford, keeping them out of the relegation zone. Uh, and another loss for Watford to push them down again mm. after they had a couple of sort of weeks. Much better second half for Brentford. It's good to see them back out there. That first half was poor. I thought Watford were going to put a lot more than one goal on them. Um, yeah, Watford just looked they, looked, they looked the goods and then um, literally the second half, I don't know what the coach did at the second half, but never do that again um, because they just they just looked out of all sorts and the Brentford coach definitely needs to be praised. Yeah. Um, it was absolute masterstroke. Made some really key substitutions just before um, both goals. So yeah, really, really important. Um, and those players were really good at stabilising the team. So... Absolutely. Uh, moving on, we had Manchester City getting the one nil win over Wolverhampton. Uh, very, um, there's a bit of bit of bit of feistiness in this match, Buzzy. Oh, I'm absolutely baffled by that um, Jimenez red card. I, I couldn't like, believe it. I was like, what, "What's he doing?" Like he had a like he had a full on Jaka. He just had an absolute brain snap, and he's just gone. Yeah, I'm just going to kick the ball away. Um, well, first he had that incident where he, he kicked out, which he shouldn't yeah. have done, and then he pulled out the player, and then they went up for a free kick, and he just stood in front of the ball. Did, and, didn't give the spacing. I was like, no, what, and he didn't. And, and I thought I thought Rodri kicked it early, but then on the replay they showed that he actually waited for the whistle and then kicked it. Yeah, yeah. And he was still standing in front and actually went for the ball. And I was just like, what is he doing? Yeah, it, it was like, just... I couldn't I couldn't make anything out of it. I was just like, what? Yeah, in the rules, he could have even just kicked the ball. Like, even if Raw didn't play it, he could have kicked the ball straight at Raw and it would have been another free kick. Yeah, it would have been a free kick. It wouldn't have been a yellow card, though, I don't think. But the issue was he played at it. Yeah. Yeah. I think was the biggest thing. Like, he went for the ball. Unbelievable. But, like, the thing is, he he lashed it. Like, they didn't even kick it near him. They kicked it away from him. And he still lashes out to get it, like... Yeah, because I, Rod, I don't think Rodri's that type of player. So he was trying to kick the ball away from him yeah. and just trying to like settle the situation. And he just jumped straight at it. Like it was yeah, yeah. absolutely bizarre. Like to do that, and it was like the fourth minute of added on time before mm-hmm. um, the end before of the half. The time, yeah. yeah. It was bananas. Like, and then like Wolverhampton, like obviously, so, you know, you're striking down. They just went into full defensive mode. Um, and they were unlucky not to come away with the draw. They played really well. It was just an, an, an unlucky pen that ended up in the end. Another silly challenge um, from behind and ended up giving away <laughs> an easy pen. So, yeah, no, that was a bizarre game, but mm. I mean, I'm sure you'll take the win out of it though, too. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, moving on, Arsenal continue their, their changing of uh, attitude and getting a 3-0 win over Southampton. Uh, 
Uh, three, yeah. 3-0 does not do this game justice. Mm-hmm. Arsenal should have won that game 6-7-0. Yeah. They were this is this is the most dominant we've seen Arsenal in years. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking like Arsene Wenger days, like Yeah. And not like towards the end of his days, like the you know, way through his, his, his <laughs> career. Like yeah. they they were just absolutely dominant. Um Gabriel had a um, a goal disallowed, which I don't think should have been. Um, if it was, it was off a header. Um, so he, 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 I think he technically scored twice in this game from a centre back, which is amazing. Like his his aerial ability is great, but they're just the midfield just seemed to absolutely dominate Southampton. Mm-hmm. Um, and Arsenal really looked look the goods. They really looked to turn it back on. And I think if they can keep this team together in a couple of years, I think there's definitely titles in, in their future. Well, that, that young core that they've got with like Smith Rowe and Saka and even Odegaard as well, like that, that's really starting to like click in the gear now. So yeah. it's 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 good in a way to see Arsenal back in terms of competitiveness. But yeah, it, it's it's really interesting to see that that switch. Like considering like two three weeks in, Arsenal fans were calling for Arteta's head. Yeah. Mm. They're always calling for someone's head, but they're Arsenal fans. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's it. But, like, but you know what I mean, though? Like, yeah. Arsenal stuck with Arteta, like, throughout this difficult period, and now it's start, now we're starting to see the fruits of that. Yeah. Like, the, it, the team's finally starting to click with him. So, it, it's um, interesting to see. Very much so. Very good win for Arsenal. And we'll move on. We had Chelsea getting the 3 2 win over. Leeds United, uh, tell you what, boys, none of, none of these boys are going to be getting a fighting contract at the end of their careers because <laughs> penalties galore this weekend. Oh man, just like in a city game, there's a couple of other games, there's there's a penalty, couple of penalty shouts, a couple of games. I think Aston Villa were hard done by not to get a penalty, um, against yeah. Liverpool. Um, lot of um, lot of penalties this weekend. Yeah. And I mean this this game epitomised that like some of the like calls we had um, Chelsea getting penalties that, that were probably deserved, and then Leeds on the other end that penalty that looked more like penalties that weren't getting called. <laughs> like it was absolutely bizarre game. Well, and and that's what saved us a couple of weeks ago when we got that. Who was it against? I can't even remember now. But we like it, it kept us in the game essentially mm-hmm. to get the one all draw out of it, and it's just like. Yeah, I don't know. Like, there's something going on at Chelsea in a minute, and it's like this month we just haven't been. It's like we've been sleeping at the wheel, sort of thing. Like, it, it's um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's it's kind of kind of confusing when you're so dominant throughout the start of the year, and then you just go into this lull period for a team like that yeah. that, that should be consistent week in week out. But mm. I mean, I'll I'll take the win however we can get it, but. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of work that we need to do to to fix that up. Yeah. Very good. Moving on, uh, Liverpool getting the one nil win over Aston Villa. Tell you what, it's it's lovely to wake up at two a.m. knowing you're going to get a win. Um, very happy with that. Um, really good game. I actually thought it was a great game. Um, Aston Villa obviously went super defensive. Um, I thought, is it Mings? He gave the penalty away that allowed Salah to score that one 
the goal. Um, super unlucky because he defended the house down all game because he defended that edge with, with Mo. Um, and he did a cracking job. And I was watching going, God, he's playing well. That was when he gave away the penalty. Yeah. Um, they, and they gave him a rap on the commentary too. They're like, oh, he's killing it. Bang, penalty. Thanks. Commentators um, curse. Yeah, love it. Yeah, so he's a bit unlucky there. But um, no, it was a really good game. Um, it's good to see Aston Villa's structures and see what Liverpool will look like in a few years when CVG <laughs> jumps over to us. So, happy with how both teams performed. <laughs> Your one and two team. The number one and two. Oh, you're a filthy bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, like no. I said, um, Aston Villa were pretty. They were pretty unlucky not to get down. Yeah. And um, and even with Mings giving away the penalty, I, I, I still think it was a penalty. Um, Salah yeah. definitely had right away, and yeah. uh, Mings definitely impeded him. Um, so, but at the same time, they were very unlucky not to sneak one away at the end. And it was looking like they were going to salvage a draw. Um, but yeah, Liverpool ended up just showing that little bit of class towards the end. And Liverpool um, did apply end. so much pressure the entire game. Like, yeah. um, it was well, obviously more of a credit to Aston Villa that it didn't blow out because yeah. Liverpool well, the thing, did like, apply a lot we've of pressure. Seen, we've seen probably higher, not higher quality teams, but teams that should be more competitive break yeah. down very quickly because of that. Yeah. Like, I think probably prime example would have been Manchester United when they got pumped by Liverpool, like 5-0, yeah. whatever it was. Yeah, so, exactly. No, very good. Good signs for Aston Villa. Good win for Liverpool. Great signs for Liverpool. Yeah. Moving on. Coxie D. Manchester yeah. United getting the one win. win from Pinaldo. You know, how good is it to see the problem at Manchester United be the winner again? Is that the fourth time this year that he's pulled you out of, you out of the fire pit? I think it's uh, lost, I've lost more than, one more than four during mm. the Champions League. It's probably about ten. Jamie Carragher's earning his uh, dollars saying that Ronaldo's the reason that they're shit this year. <laughs> hey, he's a, he's a pretty good football player, mate. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Mate, <laughs> it, it's not from like that never won the friend, so... Yeah, well, that's it, mate. He's got no experience. I don't know what he's talking about. Well, considering his own like favorite teammate and favorite player, Stevie G hates him. I think it's it's a bit of a, a bit of a sign of yeah. how, how he is. <laughs> what a bloke he is. Yeah, um, no, it's good. Like I know it was only one nil, but it's just good to see some you know consistent results come in for the boys, um, especially when consistency was lacking under Ollie. You know, you go from a win to a draw to a loss, then lose a couple more. Like, we're consistent in losing, but we're just bringing some together, you know? Um, do, do you think um, the, like, Ralph Renicki just sort of holding them all accountable has sort of changed the attitude at the club at the minute? Yeah, I think that. But I also think the fact that these lineups and the, the players he's put in the lineups are a lot different to what Ollie was sticking with week in, week out. So, like, you look at Luke Shaw, who, like, he was you know, always on the team sheet, sheet, no matter what he did. Fred was always on the team sheet, despite having terrible performances. And now, like, he's picking completely different players in these in these spots, and it, it seems to be working so far. Like, he's even subbing, you know, Bruno Fernandes when Oli, I couldn't see Oli doing that at all. No. Um, and I don't know, like, if he's doing that because he's not happy with some of the things he sees sometimes from Bruno. Um, but I think that's what he's got to do. He's got to sub these players 
hold them accountable, as you said, Roscoe, and just make them feel like, you know, they've got to perform just because they're, yeah, you know, they've got that reputation or that name, they've still got to perform for the club. So I think it's just sort of installing that whole mentality that nobody's bigger than the club. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, look, it's like I'd, hopefully we get some long-term success out of this. Um, but it's a bit hard when they only name him for six months and then he's only got half the season to sort of set things up. I feel like if if he's been given the backing and everybody knew he had the rest of this season and, you know, all of next season, it'd be a little bit different. Um, but I think he's, you know, he's done well for, for what he's done when he's come in. So, um, yeah, we'll take it. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, follow-up question. Are you starting Fred for the rest of the year? <laughs> Mate, I'll tell you what, I reckon he, I reckon Ollie knew Fred could play like this and he just wouldn't play like that for Ollie. And now, <laughs> and now you know, Ralphie's reaping the rewards. <laughs> um, um, but no, it's good. Like, as I was saying earlier, like these players that didn't normally get a sniff in with Ollie, like, I mean, Donnie Vanderbeek, he's been playing, like, he's, he's gotten that, like, I reckon since, you know, Ollie's left and, and the time that Ralph's been there, I reckon he's had more game time than he had since he turned up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, it's um, good to see that. I was going to say, he probably did that in the first game that he had. Yeah, yeah. And, like, and I know it's off topic. We're not talking about Champions League, but, like, that match we had against the young boys um, last week, like, it was, I know, like, we got the, I think it was a one-all draw or something. Um, but it was good to see that Ralph sort of put the faith in the young, young crop of players and, and played them instead of playing the big, like, all the stars. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I just, yeah, hopefully it's a sign that we're sort of turning the wheel a bit and, um, getting back to how we used to be. Um, quick question, Coxie, a lot of criticism about, um, Jaden Sancho, obviously, Mm. uh, coming over and he sort of had a, had a bit of a slow start. What sort of effect do you think, um, Rafi can have on, um, Jaden Sancho? Obviously he was manager at RB Leipzig, knows what the Bundesliga is like. Do you yeah. think it will have a bit of an impact on how Jane Sancho plays and if he plays him? Yeah, I think it's going to impact him significantly. I think we will actually get some benefit out of this. Um, like, you know, obviously Ralph understands the way the Bundesliga was played and I think he can sort of implement some, I suppose, some tactics or, or whatnot to sort of, you know, that was similar to the Bundesliga, how yeah. maybe Borussia Dortmund played. Um, yeah. Because he's a great player and, like, you see little glimpses of what he used to be like at Borussia where he's taking players on and he's, He's cutting into the box and and doing those things. I felt like when he first turned up, he was a bit afraid to do that kind of thing. Yeah. And they always say, you know, that the Premier League, you know, it's the most physically demanding league out of all of them and the defenders are, are that much stronger and better. Um, so, I don't know. I think it's just going to take him a little while to adjust and hopefully Ralph can sort of get the best out of him because you want to, you want to see him at that Brucey Dortmund form. Yeah. 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 yeah so, but... Uh, yeah, good question, Mars. I think Ralph will be able to get the best out of him, though. Yeah. Very good. Well, moving on, we had uh, West Ham United getting a nil-all draw with Burnley, which is probably really disappointing with them based yeah. on the win that they had against Chelsea last week. Mm. Um, not not good enough from them to continue that, that string of form that they're in at the minute. So mm. disappointing yeah. to get the nil-all draw there. If you're going to knock over teams like Chelsea and Liverpool, you need to sort of beat Burnley. That's the difference between the top three and the next little step down, I think. So, Not very good. 
moving on, we had Leicester City getting a 4-0 win over Newcastle United. Good win for Leicester. Um, I'm not sure where they put Sam. I think they're sitting about seventh at the minute. I think um, it, just, it just creeps them back in the 10, so I think because yeah. so we had the week off, but, um, uh, yeah, that, that last week they had a pretty important game, and um, I think the week that we looked at it, they were uh, just outside the 10, and I think it, it, it puts them just back in, but still not good enough, but they looked a lot better in this game. I mean, it was against Newcastle, only Newcastle, but... Yeah, gee, it's disappointment city for Newcastle. I don't know. I don't they know really need to pull their finger out. Mm. I don't think they will, though. I think it, they're, they're going to struggle. Unless I think, they get... I, think if, I think if they go down, they'll probably get sold. Yeah. Or, or it's just not going to be enough. Or they're not going to invest enough in them. And yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's it'll be interesting the, the outcome of that. What's that? So it'll be interesting the outcome of that, whether or not the PIF continues to whether or not they keep them or sell them off again. I, I, they, they might keep them, but uh, I think they're not. They're just not going to invest any money in them. They, they're just going to look at it as a business and just try and keep it on the up-up. Do what Mike uh, Ashley did. Yeah, so. That'd be a shame. After all the problems they had. Uh, final game of the round, we had Crystal Palace getting a 3-1 win over Everton. Everton's still sort of struggling. They got the win last week. Um, but... Yeah, not not good enough in the end. Crystal Palace can continue just to play Vieira football, and it's. it's, I said it at the start of the year, and I'll say it again: if you want to get behind a team now, they're the team to get behind. Mm -hmm. Um, They've been absolutely brilliant, and you know, beating some of these teams that often beat the top end teams like Everton, West Ham, uh, Leicester, beating some of these teams, drawing with some of the top teams, um, super competitive. Love the way that they play football. They play really attacking, really entertaining football to watch. Um, and as Roscoe being a Chelsea supporter, he's going to love how Gallagher's playing. How long until he gets a, a return loan to Chelsea? Yeah, who knows? Probably four, four years and then we'll sell him off to Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> it's Liverpool Junior, so. <laughs> <laughs> Well, on the back of that, I'm, I'm going to ask you the same question that Coxie asked in the NFL segment. Um, if you're, if you're, if you had to change teams now, who would you go for? So let's let's just cancel out the top three as well. So you have to, so you have to pick a new team. Oh, oh yeah, oh, we all knew that was coming. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm like I said, I'm I'm big proponent for what Crystal Palace are doing and where they're heading. Um, I think they're definitely heading in the right foot. Whether that continues on to the following year is something that I would be worried about if I was a new fan. Mm. But I think the likes of like West Ham can't be understated. I, I mean, it'd be a great team to support. Mm-hmm. Um, supporting West Ham, I think, or Leeds, yeah, any team that's yeah. sort of got that attacking football. It's I think. Especially as someone starting out to watch football, it's important that you're watching teams that are play that attacking type style. So, um, you're really so you're not watching Atletico Madrid every week. Yeah, um, it's really like I, I know they're a great team and they have been for years and they're a superstar it's team. But it's it's really tough to watch unless yeah. you understand football. Yeah, you've got to be a purist. Yeah. So I think, yeah, Leeds or West Ham, I'll, I'll probably go West Ham this season because I think they have the 
they've got the ability to continue it on for the next couple of years. I'm just unsure about Vieira's future and Crystal Palace's future is the only thing. I was going to say the same, but West Ham, like another London-based team, but also still like just got. I think I think I like the way their fans hold themselves as well, like just real sort of working class community and yeah. yeah so West Ham for me as well, Coxie. Yeah, I'd probably go West Ham too. I mean, I liked how Everton started the year, but I, yeah, I don't think they're gonna. If we're thinking long term success as well, I don't think they're gonna yeah. be able to do much. Oh, I think West Ham, West Ham. I mean, West Ham keeping Declan Rice as well. I mean, that's huge for them. And all That'll those be other pieces until Chelsea got. buys him in two years for 180 million. Uh. <laughs> no, very good. Well, that just about wraps up the EPL for this week. Uh, thanks for listening. Like and subscribe. Comment your thoughts below, and we'll catch up with you next time. So yeah.